0: time for enjoy the show we're delighted to have you with us they're driving theater you'll find something to please you to add to your evening's enjoyment please come to bring you our fifi feature presentation okay Yo! What's going on? Sorry I'm pushing buttons, uh, watching trailers and all this kind of stuff. Thanks, Thanks for the sub furious, uh, furious apology. You are tuned in to the drive-in speaker box. Uh, it is Monday night. It's eight o'clock central standard time on October 10th, uh, 2022. Thank you for tuning in. I'm your host, Bo, the Boom Operator.
1: I'm Slick Doggy, the Grip.
0: And yeah, there we go, getting all things started here. All oh, right. Yeah. Oh, more more subscriptions. 18
1: months for Vince Killer. Wow. That rules. Look at all those emotes he has. He has every single one of you them. The speaker box. He has to, your Weeb
0: button. I need to make more. What was the one I was gonna make last week? I what? mean, it's been so busy. Foreign my, films. My brain has just been jello uh jelly all month as i'm just been you know i'm on my like 15th consecutive like 16 hour work day i'm just a a mess i am uh but i'm still making time to come up here still making time to at least try and watch one movie a week i didn't get to go to the theaters i didn't get to watch amsterdam like i wanted to because it's just been too crazy we did a record Neither setting night anybody else well we're gonna talk about that later but we did a record-setting night at Pinpoint this weekend over at Nightmare on Block Street. Um, right there, we uh, we're just—it's—it's it's a really great time. If you guys live in Fayetteville, Arkansas, want to do something spooky, you like horror movies, you like uh, spooky season, you like cocktails, you like Halloween-themed pinball machines, you can come check it out it's a really really good time and thanks to everybody that has already come through it's been a wonderful month so far and we're only 10 10 days in so there's a wedding going on right now at uh pinpoint um really yeah shout outs to zach and elizabeth They're celebrating their uh, wedding. Their wedding reception is going on right now. So as soon as I'm done here, I am uh, rushing back down to be uh, a part of that. So uh, shout-outs to everybody in the chat. Dina over on Twitch. Vince over on Twitch. Fierce Apology on Twitch already resubbing. Thanks, guys. McLean over on YouTube. Shout-outs to you guys. but yeah, this week um I, I only caught one film. I caught the new Hellraiser movie. We're gonna be talking about that later in the show. And you caught that, but also
1: Yeah, I watched that and also the uh new the Disney Marvel special Werewolf by Night.
0: So Disney, um this is a very Disney centric horror couple of weeks. We just had we just had Hocus Pocus two drop. Oh, and Hellraiser's on Hulu. And Hellraiser is a Disney production, um, which is weird. People have been making the joke like Is the new Hellraiser? Is she a Disney princess now? You know, and uh, Pinhead and everything, and uh, and then of course the MCU is the werewolves by night, Uh, but we're going to be talking about that uh, later in the show. So thanks for joining us. Um, Yeah, let's talk about new stuff. What's what's in the news? What's happening? What's going on? Did you did you read of any any interesting? news bits i mean we were just talking about that trailer that just dropped well if
1: we're gonna get into that i mean yeah okay let's just enter the most hype state i could ever be in in my entire life ever uh picard season three trailer dropped and if you watch the show you know that uh neither you don't of give us a shit about have, picard i've <laughs> really cared about yeah the new new trek as they call it um and haven't really watched picard and everything however this season three which is advertised as the final season uh it's the the end of picard but it it brings in the entire cast of next generation minus data because they killed data in the picard show but they have every cast member of Next Gen. But you can't kill Brent
0: Spiner because he's in everything well, always. Yeah. So, oh, he's man. in it.
1: I wonder if they'll bring in Jeffrey Combs just so that they have... He's somewhere in yeah. there. Yeah. But uh, every person from Next Gen is in this, including Worf.
0: Who, yeah. And we
1: get Worf, and New Trek finally has real Klingons oh. again. Not whatever the whatever the hell uh, discovery is trying to push on you not whatever the hell the 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 jj abrams movies tried to pass as klingons whatever these dark amalgamation of 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 igneous rock and and klingons and and turds are supposed to be real klingons we have an actual klingon back in star trek and it's wharf and i'm super stoked Except for the fact that they completely changed his character and they've erased everything set up by the books and uh, Star Trek Online, which was regarded as canon, but that's whatever. Uh, Picard can exist in its own thing. My
0: question to you, though, since you haven't watched Picard season one, season two, or season three, are you just going to jump in blind to season four or are you going to play catch up? Uh, Because season one's okay. Season two and three, man, that was a drag.
1: I'm just going to... Uh, well, this is season three.
0: Or, uh, excuse me. Well, then season two was such a drag; it felt like two seasons. Like, ugh. Yeah. No, I'm probably
1: just gonna look at the memes and 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 uh, gleam. Whatever from the Star Trek meme pages. Well,
0: Vince is already dropping spoilers. Like, we, you know, Well, Brent okay, Spiner. so in the,
1: in the trailer, yeah. So I was saying everyone except Data, but like you said, Brent Spiner does come back because at the end of the trailer, you get to see two major returns of Star Trek villains, huge villains, and I'm super stoked about it because the first one you get to see is Moriarty yep. uh, for his third appearance. Basically, next generation's con.
0: Yeah, I mean, really, you know. uh, And if if you don't know Lore and Moriarty, Lore, of course, was Data's brother, the one that, you know, got some emotions and then turned evil. And then uh, Moriarty is a um, renegade AI that kind of uh, existed in the holodeck, kind of somehow managed to escape and uh, causes a lot of ruckus. So um,
1: Yeah, because they they program, they tell the holodeck to make a... um, Uh, Character that can that's smarter than data, or something like that, like that can be on par with data, so it generates an artificial intelligence. The same power of data, dude. The holodeck is like a dangerous, dangerous thing. Uh, but yeah, so they they tell Moriarty that they'll they'll uh put him in stasis and they'll bring him out when they can make it where he can leave the holodeck, and then uh, of course, Broccoli, Lieutenant Broccoli. Uh, uh, pulls him out on accident while cleaning the holodeck because if if anything is a bad uh, combination it's Barkley and the holodeck from his sex fantasies lived out with the other crewmates to uh, releasing Moriarty Keep, keep Barkley away from the holodeck uh, keep anyone in engineering away from it Because Jordy was really weird in the holodeck too uh,
0: Yeah, I like how everybody Points their finger at Barkley But then everybody's had some Pretty dumb Decision makings in the holodeck You know, especially Jordy. You know, he could And he he was always one to poo-poo on Barkley And it's like, bro, Jordy, For real, you created a girlfriend in there um, Well, and then he tried to make her His lady in real life, and she's like uh,
1: I'm taking hard pass Get away from me, he's space nerd! Like, yeah, but nerd. we've been smooching in the holiday. <laughs> yeah, she's like, Come back on. off, space nerd! But but the thing is, we get Moriarty back, and that is amazing because when you last see him, after Barkley releases him, they put him in a ship and they send him off into space so he can be his own problem. And he's in like a program where he thinks that he has won, but he hasn't. They they've defeated it him, captured him, yeah. in a bubble. So yeah, to speak. yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, man, it's it's sick to see that Moriarty is coming back and he looks it's, just it, like he did which is incredible and then lore is aged mm-hmm. they have aged lore and the thing about data not aging is because data was more android than person but the thing about lore is he was made first and that's how they they tried to correct it by making data and lore is more person because he's 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 a he's a He's evil. that's why he's yeah. evil because he's, he's aged he's and like us the explanations for that can be so cool and i'm uh
0: it sounds very exciting real klingons man you know what's bumming me out though what is i love seeing your excitement but i know when you get this excited about something you're going to be disappointed by it <laughs> every time every time every time that's not true not every time there's been once or twice
1: where we've walked into something and i've been mad stoked about it and then we walk out and i'm just as hyped
0: uh, not Alice says I can't unhear Moriarty from Sherlock. Must have missed the episodes with him somehow. And that's you're correct, because it's Sherlock's Moriarty. Like, yeah, y- data yeah,
1: and- Data is Holmes. So that's the whole thing. It's like they go into it and Data has the the bubble pipe and the cloak and yeah, the whole thing. So it was
0: a holodeck episode. Like the like TNG was always famous for was, was holodeck episodes. And yes, it is that Moriarty. Uh, Because, yeah, you you can't name anything. It's like, you can't name anybody Hitler anymore. You can't name anybody Moriarty because it's going to be, you know, there's one thing that that name gets to be, and it's a son of a bitch. And, um, yeah, there's just certain names that are taken by great sons of bitches, and they can never be, they've they've spoiled the name for all eternity. Yeah, Um, but...
1: Uh, despite how how stinky of a pile of turds all new Star Trek has seemed to be, um, this actually looks like uh, perhaps a return to form, because you have um, the whole story is that they get a uh, distress call from um, Dr. Crusher, they go to find her, uh, they rope in everybody, including, you know, Riker and Troy, and a um, uh, 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 Friggin' Reading Rainbow. I just said his name. Jordy uh and Lavar Warf- Burton? Yeah. Well, I was trying to think of the character name. Oh. Uh so you get everyone in it, and I'm super stoked about, it, especially Worf. the The thing is, you don't understand how big it is to have a real Klingon come back to Star Trek. That's like, well, and Worf. Yeah, but you have all these Worf buttholes cool. that like New Trek, and they're like, all Trek is good Trek, and blah blah blah. <laughs> you're you're <laughs> wrong. A, yeah, you're wrong. And they're like, well, the reason that Klingons is because they fight each other, and only the strong survive. And this is why they look different because the stronger ones were more pointy and darker, and they were they were uglier. So therefore, no. Klingons have looked like Klingons throughout all of history and it's proven in all of the episodes of Next Gen where they show the ancient, ancient, ancient past and the clones... Klingons look like Klingons. They don't look different and there's no reason you can give to make them look different. Well, but they lived on the moon just like the Romulans and the Remans. No, get out of here, nerd. But the
0: Romulans and the Remans... Two different species. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Anyway.
1: Anyhow, super stoked about that. That was in the news. Uh, You know what? Talking about things like uh, Sherlock Holmes... And whatever
0: a new Agatha Christie movie on yes, the West, yeah, I a knew that was coming. Confirmed for a third Kenneth Branagh. I like how Hercule Agatha Christie stuff is like back in vogue. I mean, we just I just reviewed a movie the other other day, uh, the new Sam Rockwell movie. See how they run Agatha Christie. Now we're getting a third of the Kenneth Branagh. Uh, you know, uh, thanks, Vince. Like, I, I'm excited about this one because it's... Yeah, they're good. It's uh, based on her novel Halloween A Party, which is relevant to my interests. And yeah, this it's called be...
1: A Haunting in Venice. And uh, yeah, Michelle Yeoh's in it talking about Star Trek, bringing the Star Trek into it yet again. Because Michelle Yeoh is in some of that new, shitty, new Trek. But yeah. she was the good part. And every, no one had anything bad to say about her because Michelle Yeoh.
0: But, uh, yeah, quite a cast he's assembling for this one. Um, uh, Coming from Academy Award nominee Michael Green writing the script, it's going to be shot uh, on location in Venice. So that's, you know. And
1: that's from 20th Century, so that's more Disney news coming at you, too. Dang it, Disney. Dang Mm it. Dang it. How about Uh, that? Hey, and you know what? Talking about characters and and the uh, horror market uh, that Disney is seeming to want to conquer. You know what else? What the uh, casting of Fester for the new Netflix Wednesday was revealed.
0: I didn't even it, catch that.
1: It's Fred Armisen. Really? Yeah, a bald, eyebrowless Fred Armisen ah, is going to I'm be okay Uncle with Fester. this. They have I'm, the they have the image of it. You I'm can look at.
0: Okay with this? Hang on. Uh. Yeah. I'm going to look it up. Where is Fester? Fred Armisen, Fester. Beep, boop, beep, boop.
1: Yeah, we need to check our Discord, Vince. It's putting trailers and stuff like that up for us. But there you go. There, yeah. yeah. I, oh,
0: man, yes. He that. can probably do the voice really good for Fester. Uh, I think that that's a, just a, a very good. I, I, I've so far, I've been very happy with the casting. Well, we'll on, see on how it, the show so, is. Yeah, the show could be a different story completely, but the casting looks good. Um, well,
1: because remember, they're given Wednesday magic powers. Yeah. And she's going to, is. like, an academy to have, like, witchy nonsense but, powers. But they,
0: they, they the casting, it looks great. It looks great," <laughs>
1: so. Ben said. "said I wanted to watch that as much as the monsters. If you mean not at all, because the monsters looked god awful. Which th- apparently people are there's all sorts of people that are talking like they're like, oh man, I really liked the monsters now, and it's
0: who what drugs are you on, man? Apparently the good stuff, um, or just you know ignorance is bliss. Drugs. We're like yeah, you they're... know it's a thing that didn't make me mad, so therefore it's good.
1: How does it not? Mm. They're just on weird drugs using a kaleidoscope to watch monsters and they like dude the colors bro
0: yeah we need to get on that stuff they may be, may be in one of those recreational states yeah
1: and then we watch an Indian movie your, your
0: mind will be like Whoa. yeah 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 uh, Hardy says saw Amsterdam today really enjoyed it from 20th century a quirky fun that was on my watch list this week uh, if you're just joining us I don't doubt um, it I, I wanted to see it so bad it's David O. Russell but um, I've been so busy with with
1: well, Thanks and that was so. something I think I told our audience that I would try and watch too. However, locally for us, uh, it was Bikes, Blues, and Barbecue, the third largest motorcycle rally on the face of the planet. Um, well, was it, though? I mean, it was pretty busy. It wasn't in town. Stuff. It wasn't here in town as no. it normally was. It was the first time that it has left our. Um, Fayetteville, our backyard. Uh, and, and moved up to the next county. Our back backyard, because uh, our c- city council does a good job of running money away in businesses, because if you ain't Texan, they don't want it. But that's that's whatever. Uh, third largest motorcycle rally in the world. Yes, Vince, Sturgis is number one. Daytona is number two. Every year in the past, bike Woods, and Barbecue has overtaken Daytona uh, until Daytona happens, and then Daytona notches itself right back up to number two. Uh, but regardless, third largest on the planet. That's why I got my Harley and Movie Monster shirt Look on. Look at those guys. How about that? Yeah. Uh, so I was uh, occupied. I do know a lot of the residents
0: were very very happy that it wasn't here this yeah, year fuck them uh, you so you saved what is this like a pg-13 episode you didn't drop the f-bomb uh, earlier talking about trap uh, trek but you're like boom there it is right there
1: yeah that's something that you're is throwing it in is like a sore subject shut, thing shut, because shut. so many people are like i hate bankers they make noise and it affects my life and i hate it no it doesn't shut up you're an idiot And you know what? I'm going to ride my motorcycle around every day, and you can suck my fat hog while I ride
0: mine. (laughs) Deal with it. Uh, Fun facts. Jake is an avid biker. Yeah, turns
1: out. uh, So the the point of that being, uh, I did not have time for a movie theater, unfortunately, because I was uh, out riding a motorcycle, participating in the events and walking around all of the... uh, things and and seeing the bikes
0: and barbecue stuff so. uh night on twitch asks uh both pretty bu- uh, pro bikes blues and barbecue right i've always had a good time at it you know i'm really indifferent to it i'm not a biker i have a scooter and an e-bike that didn't really count um but and i'm also an avid eater you used eater. to have a motorcycle i did for a hot minute and it got taken away and stolen uh but i am an avid corn dog eater and uh, music that's and really all are. it is it's like yeah it's um, like a carnival with no rides yeah, it, you bring your own ride, you bring kind your of own a thing. ride, and so and it's, it's just, never really bothered me. I've always been fascinated at how the community, you know, and and if you're, you know, if you don't live in Northwest Arkansas and you're listening to the show or watching the show, you're probably hella confused. But if you have an an event in your city that comes through that like obstructs a little bit of traffic, there's always the people that are like, "This just ruins my entire life, dude." Every time and, we have a football
1: game, it's it so ruins much my worse. entire life. It's so much worse. I can't get to or from my apartment. Like if I'm at home and there's a football game and I wake up, I'm. I'm like oh i guess i'm stuck here until football people are gone yeah. or if i'm not at home i'm like i don't get to go home now uh you know what bikes was in barbecue has never done prevented me from going to and from work yeah. or
0: well that's that's the thing or that, or that i would always talk about is like you know i may not like have a motorcycle and you know sometimes the yes, brum, brum can be a little loud it's one yes, weekend thanks
1: dina Ashley.
0: doesn't ever has never really bothered me that much but what yeah like you said Things like the Razorback game uh, bothers me way more than the Bike Rally ever did. And one of the things I always used to say online, you know, when it was that time of year where everybody here in Fayetteville, Arkansas, would get online and be like, oh, Bike Rally. And I would... uh, I would be commenting in the threads like, you know, yeah, it's that time of year. You know, it's the crisp air. I really hate bike rally season because these these you know uh, rich, affluent, white, privileged people come into town with their expensive bikes that only they can afford, and they're rude to customers. They don't tip, and and then they shut down my street, so I can't access my business, and it just ruins everything. And they're super rude and mean. And everybody's like, yeah, yeah, Bo, yeah. And I go, can we just stop the Joe Martins? stage race already and they're like wait a minute I go that's the bike ra- that's the bike rally I hate like I really hate that bike rally and they was like no 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 we like that one it's different it's the one we like and i'm like see now you look like a butt because you're picking and choosing yeah, you're you know not yeah know
1: who tips People that ride unnecessary $50,000 two-wheeled machines and buy $700 leather jackets that they don't need and just throw money at stuff that they don't need because they want to have a good time. Those people, you're probably going to end up getting tips from, and you're probably going to be able to laugh
0: and have a good time with. Yeah, it's never been an issue, but it's also not movie related, so it's it's not. We can make a list of cool,
1: fun motorcycle movies. (laughs) Yes, we could. Uh, But the point of that being, I wanted to watch it, like Dumb and Dumber. I wanted to watch Amsterdam as well. However, we did find a way to still watch some new movies that we'll Uh talk about here in just a minute.
0: Well, before we do that, do we want to talk about movies that are coming out this weekend, or do you still have some news that you want to hit?
1: News and movies coming out this month. I saw an advertisement and it was listed for me, something I've been looking at getting. Uh, The third installment of the Into Darkness um, or In Search of Darkness um, documentary series Mm -hmm. is still um, available for you to pre-order, get your names in the credits, you'll get three posters, you get like a a patch or something like that. But the coolest thing about it, in addition to getting like the limited... um, edition, name and credits, part of the pre-order thing, is you get a membership card, like a blockbuster-type card, because this third installment is specifically about the straight-to-VHS horror movies oh, from the 80s and that's stuff. That's cool. And the membership card isn't just like a cool little trinket thing. It actually works. So if you want things like Fangoria or other... You get um, like a discount? Or Shutter, whatever. Yeah. It offers a discount. So your membership card I am has a Shutter membership member. number. You can... There, there's like... They have like six or eight listed. and it says in many more. Anything that's like horror related that's partnered with the In Search of Darkness people, you actually get discounts for. So if you wanted a subscription to Fangoria or buy something from their store or whatever, you're supposed to be able to get exclusive discounts through your horror membership card so you get with this.
0: Speaking of horror memberships, I want to ask the audience a question really quick Um, because I am yeah, horror a...
1: horror retail includes Shudder, Fright see. Rags, Fangoria, Paul Bear Press, and more. Yes, yeah, cool. Thanks, Vince.
0: Yeah. Uh, I am a Shudder member. I've been an early early Shutter. I've been a Shudder member for a really long time. Um, and one of the things that really ticked me off, because Shudder doesn't have like a native app on a lot of smart TVs. Mm-hmm. You know, I usually have to download it on my, you know, on a, on a device and then cast it to my TV uh, or, you know, turn on my Xbox and then they have a Shutter app and I can watch stuff through there, uh, which is just an extra step but Amazon is like you know it's a channel on Amazon so you know I'm a member of shutter but I can't watch shutter on Amazon because I have to buy it through through, Amazon so is there anybody out there that uses it through Amazon because like that seems like it would save me an extra step just going to Amazon but I also don't like giving Amazon more money so -hmm. I'd rather just keep things separate from my Amazon because I'm going to use mine. Fuck Jeff Bezos. Um, so there we go. We got our PG-13 rating. Boom. There
1: we go. Hey, um, you know what? Before we move too far away from the In Search of Darkness thing too, uh, right now you can order the third volume if you have parts one and two, but also if you want to get all three of them and it's have like – 14 or 16 hours of documentary because each one's like four or five hour documentary. It's actually super rad. Uh, I have the first one. I still need to get the second one. And since the third one's up for grabs, I'm thinking about doing this. You can buy the trilogy that comes in a box set all of its own with all the same goodies that just part three would come with. Okay. Still get your name in the credits of part three, but you get a box set for all three. So if you like horror movies like he does, uh, then that is a good thing to look into. And if you are really into horror movies and stuff like you uh, and want things like Shudder or Fangoria or whatever, and you haven't quite signed up for those yet, sign up for this you get a membership card i think the three box sets like 120 for the blu-rays uh and halloween's the last day to get that uh heads up though when i ordered the first volume it took forever to get and when i this got, is true when i ordered that sci-fi one that i showed you guys and just came in tomorrow, last week. yeah yeah i ordered it a couple months ago uh so they do like a custom pressing or whatever of it um but it might take a while to get they might be on top of it now that it's the third go-around forum on this I'm not sure, but it's something to look into if you're a horror fan, and this one's about the VHS stuff, which I know we actually both really like and have a lot of fun with, uh, especially when we used to do our, like, friendship drive-in do-it DIY thing.
0: Oh, I'm like, what are you talking about? when we set up like the... uh, Yeah, and I'd bring my projector and my mm -hmm. screen out, and we'd campfire movie. Yeah, watch uh, real dumbass movies. Yeah, that was always a lot of work for me. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it was a really good time. Yeah, it was a Um, good time. As most things tend to be, they're like, yeah, we should do this thing, yeah, Bo. And then I'm like, all right, all right, I got cameras. I got this, I got this. And they go, why aren't you having a great time? And I'm like, zip-tie and stuff. And I'm like, this is great. Anyway, um, (laughs) <laughs> movie nights. Don't ask me to do one. Um, you had a good
1: time, Guy. Uh, I
0: did. I did. We watched some really good... I love showing weird movies to people. That was what I got out of it. Is Because it's about the only time out of the year I could like actually sit in a room with people and go, we're watching this. And they'd go, yeah! And we'd watch it. Um, so, yeah. Um, you know, host horror movie nights at your house. Like, if you have friends... Um, which you know, it seems like the older you get, the harder they are to come by. But uh, host host movie nights at your house, and horror movies are some of the best movies to watch with friends. I know that you know we haven't really dived into or dove into or whatever you want to say uh, about horror movies yet this month on the show, but um, one of the reasons they are some of my favorite movies is because they're so much fun to watch with friends. Mm. Um, You know, Marvel movies are not fun to watch with friends, I don't think, um, unless you're just, I don't know, boring person like an a normie um or and then rom-coms aren't fun to watch with friends um you know uh, mysteries are not really fun to watch with friends because somebody's gonna be talking the whole time like horror is such a good thing because somebody can make some noise someone can say a comment you know everybody's gonna be there like you're watching this thing someone jumps and you get to laugh at them don't you go know, in there yeah yeah everybody's like go do 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 you know and it's i don't know it's just a way more fun participant uh observational thing when your audience is interacting with the screen and you're interacting with each other and it's um it's it's fun it's fun so that's mainly the reason i love horror movies so much is because it's just it's fun
1: it's like people watch barbarian and there's that guy like
0: damn <laughs> dude yeah barbarian was a hoot to watch in the theater with some friends so mm. um anyway uh other news bits well, um, i think that's it man that's there, it. there wasn't too much movie news stuff I was mainly like, crazy hyped about. Well, speaking condons. of horror movies in October and watching movies with your friends, the big movie that's coming out this year or this week is the new Halloween Ends. Uh David David Gordon Green, man. Um, I'm confused about a comment. Commenting from Twitch. Let's yeah, let's uh, take a look.
1: Dina Soros said that one of her friends considers the original Hocus Pocus too scary. What?
0: What? I mean, okay. I mean, I, conceptually, I get it. Like the Sanderson sisters capture and eat the souls of children. That, in conceptually, is scary. The execution of it, it's not scary. Um, I mean, the some of the song and dance numbers tend to be a little s- just like cringy scary. Um, it's it's no. Uh, I guess they
1: burn alive. They zoom in and
0: they do kidnap children. I don't know. I think Vince is calling you out. <laughs> <laughs> Did you funny. say it was scary? Yeah, no, I don't know, man. I,
1: I honestly, I, talk, I think I've told you before. As a kid, I was super into horror. I used to have goosebumps uh read to me at nighttime <laughs> to go to bed with. Man, I used to get like uh, all of the uh scary stories. That... This
0: close to getting a spit take on the driving speed box just <laughs> now. Scary
1: stories to, to, to um, tell. Dude, the I was or... super into horror. Dude, I had goosebumps. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I watched Are You Afraid of the Dark, man
0: uh, Dude, I, I I had one of those books that had the illustrations on it, man I never read it, but I had one It was super into horror no, Scary dude, stories, dude
1: I got all of those as they came out, man I, I was, used
0: to watch the, 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 the Salute Your Shorts episode about Zeke the Plumber It was my yeah. favorite one
1: <laughs> It's not my favorite episode, but Salute Your Shorts was my jam, dude It came on right before Are You Afraid of the Dark and uh, hey, dude!
0: And the Halloween episode was always my favorite, dude. Really into horror movies. <laughs> <laughs> what? No. All right, you did watch Hellraiser, though. I did, which was Twice. surprising. I feel like you were forced no. into watching this. You were
1: No, I, I, she might be watching this.
0: I don't know. I feel like this was a, a coercion technique. This was not one that I feel no. like Jake would sit down and go. Let's taste the pain and, uh, you know, check out some Cenobite action. But anyway, before we get into that, uh, oh, Logan with the awful waffle reference Yeah, Halloween
1: ends. All right, The, the last of it. The end of it. Jamie Lee Curtis it ends tonight.
0: And so um, Halloween ends, you know, following just off the coattails of the last movie that came out um, in the Halloween new trilogy. uh, It it was interesting because the last film set up, you know, everybody's like, is this really going to be the end of it? Of course not. If this makes a bunch of money, we're going to get another Halloween movie. Maybe it'll be more like Season of the Witch. I don't know. But I I have heard that David Gordon Green and John Carpenter are talking about how this is going to be the end of the storyline between Michael Myers and Laurie Strode so whatever that means that can be mysterious it's like well this is the end of that and then they do something else like whatever that's how we got a lot of bad sequels in the first place um but you know the last movie really I thought was interesting in a way because it turned the camera around at the audience and it's like it 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 Michael Myers wasn't really the scary guy in this movie. I mean, of course, he's the scary guy in all these movies. But it was really doing what I I really enjoy out of zombie movies, when zombie movies are done well, is the zombies themselves aren't the scary part because they could easily be defeated if we all just rallied together. But the scary part is the rallying together and humans are terrible things especially when they're in a hive mind and in this movie they were all like where are we gonna get them we're we gonna get that Michael myers we're gonna get there we got our guns and then they went out there and they ended up like killing a handicapped kid or something like this and they're like yeah that's the that's the bad guy beat him up and then they all became murderers and you're like ah oh, that's that's scary because that shit's real and um you know, I thought that it was pretty cool to see how they're taking this, like, mob mentality storyline and separating it from, you know, this this evil murder, unstoppable murder machine. Because, honestly, unstoppable murder machine movies get a little old after a while, um, and, you know, Michael Myers, like, I love... The first two movies. And I love Season of the Witch. Yeah, that's right. I'm an old school Season of the Witch lover. Back when everybody else thought it was stupid. And now it's cool to like Season of the Witch. I almost don't even like it anymore because of that. You know what's really scary?
1: Sharing any bit of your personal life on Twitch streams and getting made fun of by the people that you thought were your friends. Vince.
0: Oh, I didn't even read this. What's going on (laughs) on Twitch? uh, Vince on Twitch says, for the podcast listeners at home, okay, I had to clip the goosebumps thing. The funniest part was he said that he had goosebumps read to him. He didn't even read it himself. (laughs) 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 Yo, dude, I'm really into horror. My mommy read me goosebumps. I had the blanket up
1: here like this. I was like, no, stop.
0: I had a protected nightlight and a blanket, but it was really into horror. You want one more chapter?
1: no. Yeah, one more. Okay, one no. More. Yeah, yeah. No, not like that at all. They're like
0: Fred hey, Savage and Princess Bride. Right, yeah, like, pretty Just much. Just skip past the, the the slashy
1: parts. Yeah, kissing you. <laughs> yeah, Columbo reading it to me. Uh, no, um, you know what? The thing about this Halloween movie. Did you see the trailer for it at all?
0: No, I'm, I'm avoiding watching the trailer it's for It's real dumb. Ah, oh, damn it. I don't want to see. Well,
1: uh, just just one bit of it. This guy goes into like a sewer thing, and he's walking around in the dark. And, of course, there's like this gap, and it's really dark in the gap. And he goes, what's there in that
0: gap? <laughs> <It's> <laughs> and he, he probably sho- something that's about to wind up in his face. Yeah, he
1: shoves his face in the gap. So, no matter what, it's going to be like rats or poop water no, it's it's Michael it's a knife. Myers, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he just like grabs the dude, and the dude looks shocked. He's like, "Oh no, I would have never known that crawling through this catacomb-like sewer is going to get me in trouble in this town where Mike Myers lurks on Halloween." How inconvenient of me! And then the uh, Mike Myers is just like holding him, and it cuts away.
0: So, well, it's just like in science fiction horror movies, like Alien, for example. Well, it's uh, in like- that creepy,
1: gross. yeah let me investigate
0: it with my unprotected face hang on and then you know every time but uh but i'm excited about this you know i I, i've enjoyed the franchise you know halloween one is great halloween two is great halloween three is not michael myers but it's also great then you skip to halloween h20 that one works i guess as as canon-ish it brings back jamie lee curtis for a hot second you could probably skip it. You pick back up with the David Gordon Green movies, and I think that they work pretty seamlessly as a as a story.
1: The um, so one you're talking about that you saying you can skip it, it's the one where she like captures him and he's like dangling upside down or whatever, and she's that's when like, the one, like chops I'm gonna his unmask him
0: and like tries to do it, and he's like psych boink, yeah. Yeah, it's um. So, but I'm I'm excited about this. I'm gonna I'm gonna definitely 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 gonna try and check this out uh, before week's end. It'll probably be on sun, m- Sunday morning or Monday morning. Um, <laughs> gonna see this movie. <laughs> I just
1: thought about something. Not Alice. Like you said what's in that pulsing cocoon slash egg? Like, hmm, mm-hmm. Let me investigate have with you, my face. Have you seen that TikTok where that guy? It's always like something gross and kind of innuendo-y. And the guy <laughs> goes to the dude, and he's just like sweating and they're like sir sir and he goes bring me that thing and they're like sir but it's a thing and he goes bring me that thing because he wants to like use it you know what if that's the thing about about aliens because giger and and they're like looking at it that thing (laughs) i want
0: that thing uh, let's see. Vince says on Twitch. Speaking of Halloween, JLC Jamie Lee Curtis said she wrote the studios to make another Freaky Friday with Lindsay Lohan. She wants it to happen. Jamie Lee Curtis rules. By the way, she's a super cool, fun person. Activia. She's a super regular. <laughs> <laughs> so I've seen, uh, but yeah, let her do whatever she wants to do. Um, Freaky Friday. If that's if, if that's your kink, then uh, I'm still we're still holding out for Encino Man too. That's that's what we're holding out for. Let's get Brendan Fraser. Let's get Polish. We've got everybody back on board the Brendan Fraser train. Now, if we could just get them on the Polish Shore train, we oh, would be good. Because think about it, like another movie I watched uh, that
1: I just remembered. I took home the Pinocchio DVD that you've been hoarding here like a dragon on its gold. And I, I uh, did I, you watch I, it? I attempted to watch it. You didn't finish. You it's sleep inducing man it's like taking so many sleeping pills at one time it's a straight to DVD Russian film that's been overdubbed in English by Napoleon Dynamite and Pauly Shore and there's parts with Tom Kenny and the parts with Tom Kenny you can tell that he's really trying and the parts with John Hedder and, and Polly Shore you can tell that they're like dude I'll give you 10 grand if you just read it and they're like oh the lines and you're like yep nailed it print and they're like you want to do a take two and they're like no we ain't got time for this russian moving on moving on adr
0: is expensive dog let's go and it
1: makes no sense and it's just all about performing in the circus it's it's super weird i did watch it i fell asleep probably a hundred times well thanks to sam yeah uh, i do appreciate it honestly dvd it's a it's an experience uh watching that and just going like this the whole time like what what the hell like the entire time. And you're like, that's not that's not how Pinocchio works.
0: Well, I'm here for Polly Shore sure, yeah. though. Um he you know he's just about as cringy as they get these days, but I'm still here. I'm I'm team Polly and they, and unless he just does something really horrible. Tina then... said
1: he Yassified Pinocchio. That's the second time I've seen that phrase. What is Yassified? Get a TikTok, dude. <laughs> no.
0: I say like I know what that means, uh, which you know, it's just deflection. Yeah, you're the you're the guy that doesn't know, not me. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, Halloween ends coming out this week. Also coming out this week, um, a much more serious film. Uh, the trailers actually look pretty good on this one. Uh, it's called Till. Uh, it's uh, it's about a story taking place in 1955 after Emmett Till was murdered uh, in, a, in, a, in a very historically famous lynching. Um, his mother vows to expose the racism behind the attack while working to have those involved brought to justice. Um, it's sad. It, yeah, it looks incredibly sad. Uh, it, it looks good, though. It looks very well done. Um, but, man, oof. Like, you go from talking about horror movies, and then it's like, oh, real life horror. Yikes. Oh, that's that's uh, the, the Vince stuff. Vince coming in
1: with the uh, TikTok generation cultural knowledge for us. Yossifying refers to beautifying something, typically something that is unappealing or heteronormative. Well, there it is. There we go. Made
0: Pinocchio beautiful, I guess. Yossified. Or hetero, not heteronormative.
1: He's a puppet. He's kind of like.
0: He's a puppet. There's nothing going on there. Uh, He's a real. Know. Maybe, well, that was the problem. He was a real boy. Oh. He's just a real person now. Hmm. There we
1: go. Till sounds real depressing. Yes, it does. Probably going to be a good movie.
0: I, You know, it does. It actually looks very, very good. But, uh, no, but that's but,
1: like one of those movies you watch on TV. And it's or or like if you go to the theater and you're just like, well, this is shocking and horrific, and mm. I and I I have all these these feelings, feelings, and and it's a it's a good movie, and you walk out of it having learned something and changed who you are because of something you've experienced through a movie.
0: Well, speaking of movies and experiences, we've got to move on to our review portion of the show. Uh, we're going to start with Werewolf by Night because I didn't see that one. And, I did. Yeah, and then we'll both talk about. Or do you want to talk both about Hellraiser and then... Well, we
1: can do this one. There's less to talk about. It was only an hour long. long. So uh, this one is a Disney special presentation. It has its own opening and everything like that to let you know that it's just a a little special. Uh, And it is uh, a first in what could potentially be more of a uh, horror side of the the Marvel Universe.
0: Well, and the one thing that was interesting for me uh, about this is not like oh they tried to make it look old because that's a, that's not a that's a trick that's been done before but the fact that it was directed by michael Giachino, who is not necessarily known for his directing because this is his first feature length directing he's a composer and he's a really good one at that
1: well as far as like trying to make it look old um Making something black and white and putting a little burns on it
0: does not make it look. Does it not
1: make it look old? Because it is still a very 4K presentation uh, of something, um, you know, and it doesn't look that way. But if
0: you want to see something that that is made to look old and actually does a phenomenal job about it, we have talked about this on the show. Uh, it is the Bram Stoker's Dracula directed by Francis Ford Coppola. That movie. I know, say what you will, go ahead and get those comments out about Winona Ryder and Keanu Reeves, but this movie was shot using all in-camera effects a la old-style Hollywood. Mm. It's incredible if you think about it in that respect. Um, Yeah,
1: this movie has a lot, Or uh, the Werewolf by Night special uh, has a lot of unnecessary CGI, like little beetles and bugs crawling that, in the black and white, are clearly more CGI than what you would want them to be if they were in like a full color thing where you could probably blend and hide some of it Uh, the black and white helped to expose a lot of the uh, uh, not so great effects uh, in the movie but Uh, the, The whole thing is that they explain that no one in the Marvel Universe knows it's happening because it's a very underground thing where there's hunters and there's monsters, and the hunters don't know each other, they don't talk to each other, but they still have a network where they can communicate or whatever, and they've all gathered because... Uh, Bloodstone has died, and he's trying to pass his namesake on uh, to another hunter so they can carry the Bloodstone and, and fight and kill more monsters. And each one of them has more kills than the next, and they're coming to compete in the garden uh, against a monster that they've never experienced or seen before. But not just that, they're they're competing against one another, and whoever slays the beast can then... Uh, kill the beast take the bloodstone and and become the new uh holder of it uh and late to the party of course is his estranged daughter and she's there to uh claim her birthright or whatever even though she's estranged for decades or or whatever despite only looking like she's in her 30s um but uh, his body is then reanimated through a crank machine like an old-timey disney animatronic and he like introduces everyone and uh, welcomes all the hunters to the hunt and they say the bloodstones fastened to it go kill him let's see it done and uh the odd man out the one that doesn't really want to fight of course is our our protagonist the the werewolf by night uh but unknown to everyone is a werewolf they all think he's one of them the hunter and it turns out the monster is man thing
0: everybody's been talking about Big spoiler his inclusion. Right. I mean but his, they don't
1: call him man thing. His name is Ted. They just they give him a name uh, because the comedy is abound in this one hour short. Uh, there's definitely some because
0: like, MCU is now comedy.
1: yeah. so there's like, <clears throat> Gore and death, but it's all in black and white and hidden. You know, like people are, are have their parts chopped off, they're they're impaled or shot or stabbed or have knives stuck in their faces and everything. But it's all in black and white um, and tongue in cheek. And, and it, it's all for yeah. There's a lot of comedy in involved. Um, you know, you get to see Man Thing use his power, d- though. Despite they don't explain that it's from fear and the power of the fear working against uh whoever feels it uh the stuff with man thing when you get to see him be man thing is pretty rad it's it's very cool and then of course they force uh you know um the 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 werewolf to come out and he has to fight through everyone he's like don't do this and they're like yeah oh, I think we're gonna do it we kill stuff like you all the time but not him you know and and so within the one hour you do get you actually get plenty of story, enough background to keep you interested. You get to see some action, and then it ends. It ends on a comedic note, of of course. But the one hour format is definitely a better thing for for things Marvel related. For the MCU, yeah. yeah. Uh, I feel like the the one hour format is where they um, where they need to go with this uh, and keep it that way, uh, because I wasn't bored. I I didn't lose interest despite it being Which
0: generally kind of happens about that hour mark. being comedic,
1: which I could have done without. Um but it was it was pretty good. And it, it, it wasn't it wasn't bad. Uh Gael Garcia Bernal did a good job of being And he's being, always
0: cool. Like mm-hmm. I mean, he's a great actor. Yeah, he did a good job of
1: being uh the, the werewolf by night. Um you know, seeing man thing was cool, all of the characters uh getting to be despicable and uh uh, everything in their own way was a lot of fun. Uh, it's not a bad watch, despite it being MCU adjacent.
0: So. Well, right on. Well, um, <clears throat> before we move on from, from that one, uh, going back to the Bram Stoker's Dracula uh, mention there, I did want to mention, now I'm going to keep mentioning it, Fathom Events, October 23rd and 27th. You can catch the 30th anniversary of Bram Stoker's Dracula. You can in watch the
1: Keanu try and deliver lines like... Hey, Nina, <laughs> Dracula, don't do it. <laughs> don't bite it. Don't bite Lucy, dude. Yeah. Oh. Uh, uh, Renfield, are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> Some of this is a small exaggeration at best, but a lot of it's fairly accurate. If you've never seen the movie, it's uh, so good though. Pretty sure it was up for a Razzie or, or whatever because of it. But everyone makes fun of him doing that. Hark, doth thy carriage come thine way. <laughs> it's so good, though. Yeah.
0: Like, I mean, the movie's really good. Keanu is hard to look past sometimes, but, yeah.
1: just Yeah, but, I mean, at the same time, you got Gary Oldman being
0: Dracula. Yeah, right? I mean, that's the that's the best. Mina. Like, it's so good. Anyway, there's that. Uh, let's move on, because we only have a little bit of t- time left in the show to cover hellraiser we got to do it we got to get through this uh hellraiser man uh it's the new it's new hulu everybody was talking about it everybody was getting a big deal about it i watched it i watched it too i don't know what the big deal is what um um really yeah dude for a hulu movie the production value on this is killer hear me out production value is really great I think the perform a couple of the performances are really great. I love this new Pinhead; she's really great. Wanted a lot more of her. Um, the you always want more Cenobites, but that's like the whole thing about it. Like that's kind of why the, the Pinhead's very vocal in the old movies. She talked quite a bit. Nah, it's not like sitting there lecturing you about the flesh. We have such sights to show you. Which is a direct qu- quote. Yeah, I mean from, she's doing the whole thing. Yeah, but for me, like you know. I guess one of the things I didn't not enjoy it. I mean it was it was a hellraiser I mean, movie. I'm not saying she's as good as original Pinhead or anything, but I'm not saying I'm
1: saying she's pretty good. But
0: I think my problem with this movie though is much like the Cenobites you know their whole thing is pushing things past the threshold you know and they say that they're like oh we need to discover a new threshold and i feel like that's what they're trying to do with the series and much like the cinebites it's like you push things so far you cannot discern pleasure from pain i think we're pushing this thing so far we cannot discern good from bad and we are losing so here's the thing like when you're trying to remake something like the original helmet razor which had a magic to it it had a mystique and then they had a whole bunch of shitty sequels right but all of those shitty sequels are still riding off the magic of the first one or two right and then then this one instead of like doing what i think um Candyman did a really good job of recently um and then halloween is doing a good job of right now is not necessarily going. We're gonna make this new thing, and we're gonna recapture the magic, and then try and make new sequels off of this new thing. It's like, how about let's establish the lore of this as existing in time, you know? Because this puzzle box, Cenobites are immortal. They this these could have been the same, very well, the same exact Cenobites. They could have de- They could have dived back into some of that no, lore. Don't they,
1: don't they kill Pinhead in one of them? And this this could be a rebirth. In, uh, they make a new Pinhead. There's, yes.
0: There always has to be a
1: priest that is the Pinhead. Yes. Yes, so when the that's old a pinhead dies, there, there becomes be a new, a new one. one.
0: Because they've established that already in the comics and the lore that this necessarily isn't the 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 the, the same pinhead, but there is always a high hell priest, right? Right. And that's the stuff that I didn't get out of this movie. It's like, yeah, there's a puzzle box. Yeah, there's well, sacrifice, and okay. yeah, there's whatever. But the, fun, the some of the fun
1: of it is that it doesn't have to be explained, and it still draws you in. This movie, just like what the Cenobites are gifting you, is an experience, right? You and you, I didn't you, get, you get that from this movie, it. though. Really?
0: No, because like from okay, this movie is you know the original movie is based off the Hellbound Heart, right? And if you read the if you read that, it's a novella. It's not very long. It's a quick, easy read. It's Freaky as shit, uh, and that was translated into the original Hellraiser. It's pretty, pretty straightforward with a little bit of um, things added in. The, um, the The main character of of the Hellbound Heart and Hellraiser is not a good person, you know. Uh, and they tried to turn this movie into a final girl scenario, like formulaic horror movie, which I thought was a little whack. When, okay,
1: but the whole thing about the movie, though is it has, you have the Lament configuration, and all of its different configurations, and whichever one you pick, you get the gift from the Cenobites, and her whole thing, her it's a journey for her, not just the final girl thing, but it's that she's an addict, and every terrible, awful thing that happens to everyone around her is because of her addiction and the choices that she makes hurts the people around her and the people closest to her, and the most, including like her such brother. A stretch though, it's not. It was dude, a circumstance because here's the spoiler for the end of the movie. If you don't want to hear it, turn away now and only but take then about it five seconds. She chooses. The lament configuration and her punishment from the Cenobites is she has to live with the knowledge that everyone has suffered around her because of her, because of her addiction.
0: But, as an audience member, it, defa- it, it like takes the fault away from her, narratively well, speaking. Because she there grows was, as a person. No, because she got manipulated by that dude. And, oh yeah, well, and she would have never been there in the first place if it wasn't for that guy that tricked her into it. So that having that inclusion like removes her as a character from having any responsibility in in this stuff because she can always be like, well, this never would have happened because this guy lured all of us in here and tricked us from this from the get go. That's what I didn't like. Like there was no consequence here because it was like this guy's a b- clearly a bad guy and these guys are clearly good guys and you go back in the original. Yeah, Outraiser, but there's like a fate
1: part of it because she didn't get stabbed by the configuration and it it was meant for her and it's the same thing like she she's an addict and and like things like death or, or suffering are meant for her but it happens to everyone around her because of her
0: I, I so, so, in so the, the the thing again, going back to the original content and the original movie, the character, the bad guy, the real bad guy, which was the guy the with rich the rich dude, the rich dude. You know, that was more like the original character of Frank, who, um, in there in the in the original novel and the first movie, there was this guy who was just kind of a uh, a sadomasochist. He was like kind of gross. He was obsessed with like finding new pleasures and finding new whatever's, and that's what this guy was, and. He was the one that was on this quest for sort of, um, let's see, um, well, quest right. for, for for more pain and more experience. And, yes, they touched on that part from the book where the guy, like, got the the reward from the Cenobites and was like, wait, this sucks, but I'm kind of cursed with this forever. And, and then through manipulation of trying to find out how to get that puzzle box, he's the bad guy, you know. And in this one, the Cenobites are clearly the bad guy. And they threw him in at the end. They're like, also secondary bad guy. Well... And, uh,
1: Aphex pointed out that the, the girl gets her hand poked halfway through the movie or so. Oh well, yeah, yeah, but that, was, but like, that was the yeah. working of, like, the, the Cenobites. They're like, hey, you know what? Now you have to kill your friends and stuff because of us. So you can either, you die or your friends can die, and you're going to have to make the choice. And that put her in the middle where she had to start choosing who lived or died. But she decided to turn her life around, and she stabs a Cenobite. I don't think she tried to turn her life around. I think she was trying to survive. Well, but I mean, who would? Who else would choose that in that situation? Who Everyone. Would, well, who would be like, "Oh, I can stab these demons, and maybe it'll work on them"? Like, who would have thought that would have worked?
0: Well, I mean, you got a sharp object. You go boom. Yeah. I don't think she's like, "I am now a good person. I'm going to protect my friends." It's like, "Oh no, Fuck! And then she just <laughs> like stabbed the no, thing no, with no, a thing. I don't think anything ends
1: with her being a good person no. because it's like, "Oh, you're." So, Was it the right choice?
0: Apex says, in my opinion, they all should have died, and I agree with this because well, it's a yeah. hellraiser movie. And she sucks. A- she needed. She needs to suffer punishment it, beyond. More, it's about you know, decisions. Hold on. The the
1: the her the brother's boyfriend doesn't need to die. He literally did nothing wrong except the, showed like, up. The brother and his boyfriend are just good people, and there's no reason that they should. I get that but one of them the ha- about one of them Raiser, has to though. die because they're innocent and th- the suffering of them is the responsibility of the butthole party in the movie but not both of them come on at least one of them should be able to like get by well to me like that's what's scary about this like you open that
0: box and here they are yeah and you know uh and then like when all is said and done that box goes together and somebody else is going to find it you shouldn't Open that box.
1: I just didn't like that they started showing themselves to everybody. Like, at first, it's like, oh, you got poked? Here we are. But then eventually, they're like, nah, screw it. Everyone can see Cenobites, and they'll just show up and take over the world, because who cares?
0: Yeah, well, it's t- technically they're supposed to open a portal. Like, that's what the, the configurations do, is they open a portal. And in the original book and original film, the portal, like, was opened, again, not from the, the, the configuration, but from, it's actually, like, a mix of blood and semen, which is kind of weird, but also thematically relevant about pleasure and pain and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, which
1: movie and, was <clears throat> it where they were just, like, in that, like, statue thing? In the room, and there wasn't like there didn't have to be mm-hmm. the box, and they just sacrificed
0: people to Yeah, like, the... and it was just like where it all took place and mm-hmm. all the energy that happened there. And you know, I think in the lore, like the Cinderbites were ex, like they're they mostly the third humans, aphids, and she's a gigantic. Hellraiser fan. Yeah, because is pretty dope. And uh, the character design is dope. One, and, and again, I guess going back, like... Clive Barker l- stuff is cool. Lo- yeah, like In the Mouth of Madness and uh, what's the other one that's really good? The uh, spaceship the, uh, that I love. I love this movie and I can't think of the name of it right now. Um, but uh, anyway, like the thing about... Uh, uh,
1: I know it and I can't think of it. But,
0: yeah, I am i can't believe I'm drawing a blank on it because I love this movie. Point.
1: Something point. Vanish point. point. No.
0: Someone's gonna put it up there, and we're gonna sound feel real stupid. Uh, Event Horizon. There it is. is. Um, anyway, no. I, like I feel. I, I I really wanted this to be like the the first Halloween of the new trilogy, and that and and the Candy Man. Like I I wanted them to to carry the torch because of all the horror movie monsters out there, the Cenobites have the most potential to just be there forever because they're immortal interdimensional crazy weird fetishites like and then they're just like we come here to suck and fucking cut and kill and use whatever, you know. And and the, the, my only complaint, one thing about the Cenobite lore, and this has been through the, the all of them, they seem to get more pleasure from pain and no pleasure from or no pain from pleasure. Like that's the whole thing about the Cenobites is they can't discern the difference between pleasure and pain, but they seem to get off on pain a lot. And uh, and I think what is the episode of Rick and Morty where they kind of play off this? They're like, you know, we don't. We get pleasure from pain because pain is is bad, and therefore we get pleasure from that. But then they kind of get in a weird like loop of where they can't compute certain things because it's bad, but it's good. Um, but still, Hellraiser rules. And uh, yeah,
1: and I don't think the new one was bad. I think it was it was a, I mean, it was fun.
0: It yeah, know it, it looked great. No, I, I I'm not disagree. I'm not saying this movie was bad. I'm saying the cinematic designs were fun. Were very cool. I'm saying I was a little let down. From I missed
1: the priest gown though
0: yeah that was a little bit of a bummer but it was there to show all the flayed skin bits, bits. Yeah. and yeah uh i, I just I, I i just was expecting a lot more honestly i for whatever reason i thought this was going to be a series i wish the and brass
1: the brass pieces and everybody would have been explained a little bit better like it's like the same material as the, the configuration
0: let's see Avis says it's hunted that they they no longer have the gifts of feeling their pleasure which is why the lament configuration is thrown out there to tempt They get their pleasure by enacting their gift best way yeah I mean that makes sense um, you know the 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 different configurations all have different meanings and you know there's a lot to drive down into these these films um and that's that's true because pinhead gets real
1: stoked when when she gets to change the gift that the guy had chosen because she's like oh originally you chose this you can't give it back you can only exchange it." it and he's like you know what yeah i'll change it for this and she's like you dumb son of a bitch! Sick.
0: Sick. <laughs> yeah, and she smiles and she's like super stoked about it. She's like, "All right, dude." Now we get a new Cenobite. Have it your way. Um, but uh, you know, I think that the I really think that this could have been a good series, and uh, because do they don't it, have
1: plans of a sequel.
0: Well, I thought I thought that there was like um, a, I thought it was supposed to be a TV series, and maybe it was just because I kept hearing Hulu. I don't know. I have to do more research on this, but I feel like with the lore of the configuration you know and the Cenobites and this other dimension i feel like this this has the potential to be a long form storytelling thing and you know i could watch an hour of just like character development here and um nine ashley asks zero uh, 1 to
1: 10 how jump scary is this zero? i don't think there's a single jump scare
0: yeah it's it's you all know you know it's coming like you know that person's skin's gonna get ripped off like you, <laughs> uh, you're yeah. like yeah because that's what's happening you know there's not like one that pops up and goes bah! and then they get their skin ripped off it's like it's there and it's gonna get me the only
1: i guess the only jumps yeah chump scares yeah i forgot vince yeah the only chump scares is um when they're doing the box after the first person just gets like stabbed by the box you're the like, whole time you're like why are you touching the box with your entire hands why don't you use like tongs or, yeah. or, or or like yeah just your fingertips on the corners or something like yeah try and give a little care and then there's one point where she knows and she's just like full palm in this box like twisting it and then it pops on her she's like oh, and it's like yeah idiot take Ugh. your full hands off of every it,
0: time like, it throws knives out at you like <laughs> yeah. dummy yeah. Anyway, well, it's out there. You can check it out. It's a good Halloween watch. Um if anything maybe it'll get you interested in diving deeper into the series. There's comic books, there's lots of movies to check out. Um there's the novella, which is a pretty fun read if you're into if, if you're into it. Like, you know, it's not for everyone, clearly. But uh, it's really good, Clive Barker. Like, I mean, it's cl- some of Clive Barker's best stuff. Um, so there you go. But anyway, we've got to move on. We got to hit the, this box office roundup because we are out of time. Oh no! Um, and I, I, uh, as Afix says over on Twitch, uh, the first two are the best. The third gets a little funny. Agreed. First right. two are solid. Um, but that is that is how a lot of these horror yeah, I was franchises about to say, go. Like you
1: talking about Halloween earlier, talking about Friday the Thirteenth, because uh, someone asked if Halloween was going to be in space. It wasn't Halloween. It was Friday the Thirteenth. It was Jason. Jason that went to space. Uh, that's just yeah how these movies go.
0: Except for Nightmare on Elm Street, which is funny from the get go. <laughs> and then I think it was Sam maybe in the comments said I want to see Cenobites go to college, which I'm guessing is a reference to Ghoulies Three. Ghoulies go to college, um but that's yeah. Horror movies are fun like that. So <clears throat> anyway, Leprechaun, lepre- all the uh, yeah. Thanks to the horror, horror movies. Actually. uh we, Oh, we, Leprechaun in space
1: too. Leprechaun's funny from the beginning too, though I think. Yeah, Leprechaun and Nightmare on Elm Street are. Because I mean, that, funny from the get. That's Warwick Davis,
0: right? Yeah. Yeah. Duh. All right. Anyway, especially in the hood where he's just token reefer super oh, hard. Dude, <laughs> just where to gold at? I want the gold. Yeah, um, yeah. <clears throat>
1: give the Leprechaun the green.
0: Yeah. Uh, so anyway, alright, let's do this domestic box office roundup We give you the total uh, box office of the domestics for a reason Because that's what they uh, base all their numbers and green light sequels off of So if we want to figure out if Halloween Kills is going to get more sequels Or ends or whatever This is how we do it. So we're going to start with number 10, work our way up. I'm going to turn it over to Jake. We're going to go top 10. Number one, go for
1: it. Let's go. All right. Number 10 in its first week uh, brought in $805,000 this weekend. So uh, it looks like it had a soft opening before, uh, which brings its grand total up to 1.2. Terrifier 2. There it is. In uh, 700 theaters. Yeah. There you go. Uh, number nine. Wow. Seeing it number nine. But this is uh, actually increase from number 10 of last week. Okay. Climbing the charts again in its 20th week of release. Uh, so strong. in another 805,000. Tied that uh, number 10 movie, uh, bringing a 714.68 million Top Gun to Maverick. Killing it. Uh, climbing the charts again. I'm super stoked to see that. Uh, dropping from number five into the number eight slot. Uh, i sure Billy Eigner's is not going to be stoked about this. Bros uh, only brought in $2.1 million for its second week uh, grand total of 8.9. million. Million, uh, and then a holding steady at number seven, Barbarian in its fifth week of release, which was reviewed on the show by Bo. I feel uh,
0: like it's probably going to start slipping out of theaters here. Uh, it's already left 560 theaters. Yeah, or so it might go back it, up as it.
1: it gets to be scary time. Uh, just shy of 2.2 million, bringing its total up to 36 and a half uh, domestic not so bad for a horror movie Mm -mm, mm -mm. Uh, and then dropping down to number six in its third week of re-release Avatar brought in $2.7 million its current re-release domestic total is $23.5 million people still going out there to watch something that they own on Blu-ray unbelievable (laughs) unbelievable But so there's crazy. nothing like watching a movie in the theater. This is true, uh, and it's been out long enough I, now. I suppose that people can take their kids and, like, I remember when I watched this in the theater. Now you get that's a good experience. That's actually kind of cool. Uh, and then coming in at number five, and it's third week of release. Don't worry, darling. Running three and a half million, bringing its domestic total up to thirty-eight and a half million dollars. Uh, so. There you go. You watched that
0: one, didn't you? I did. Yeah, yeah, I think I reviewed it last week, maybe? I think so,
1: yeah. Uh, and then coming in, number four, dropping down from the third spot in its fourth week of release, The Woman King. Uh, just over $5 million this weekend, bringing its full total up to $54 million uh, domestically. Not bad for a movie that I think did not have the best ad campaign in the world ever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then something that people have already been saying is not... Bueno, in its opening weekend, number three, Amsterdam brought in just under six and a half million dollars. Good opening. Big cast, big movie. Uh, I saw an article that said, What does this spell for major release movies or large format movies or like whatever the way they it? Every time
0: something doesn't just make a a huge blockbuster, like it's, is this game over for theaters? And you're like, Dude, shut up. Like, and, um, and what's funny is there was also a, a bunch of articles happening about how movies that tanked at the box office are now finding, like, big new life on streaming because people are actually watching them and going, huh, it wasn't bad after all, even though I thought it was supposed to be a flop. And it's like, because there are good movies out there just because you didn't see him at the theater. Yeah, but this is a
1: Disney movie where they co-opted Batman and Harley Quinn, and uh, they also roped um, Chris Rock into it. As
0: Dina said over on Twitch, she says it cost over $80 million to make, so it has a lot of catching up to do.
1: Yeah, we'll see. Uh, And then coming in at number two, a movie that... Neither one of us ever heard about until we talked about it last week. Uh, Lyle Lyle Crocodile in its first week of release, just under $11.5 million. So almost double the amount that Amsterdam got on a kids' movie, right? It's like a kids' movie. So there you go. And then Holden Strong at number one from Paramount in its second week of release, $18.5 million bringing its domestic total up to 50.75 million smile
0: Horror movies man Horror yeah, movies. the time for
1: people to watch creepy stuff
0: that's everybody wants to do it that's it's the time of the season uh, you, you're gonna see horror movies that's why halloween kills is coming out in october and not like february uh you, you're an idiot if you don't put your horror movie out in october everybody wants to do that so but that's the box office <clears throat> that's where the money's going and that's our show. Um, I gotta get out of here. I'm I'm running late to a to a wedding. Honestly, so uh, that's in and in progress. So I gotta go. Get back to Nightmare on Block Street and take care of stuff. We will see you guys next week. Mm -hmm. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Uh, Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, wherever it is you get your podcast. You can watch the live stream. You can tune in Monday nights, 8 o'clock Central Standard Time. Be a part of all this stuff that you've been hearing us talking about or seeing over on the side of your screen. Uh, Or you can just download us on the go. Listen to us on your commute or doing whatever. So thanks, for everybody, for tuning in. I, of course, am always the boom operator. I'm the grip. And we will see you guys next week, folks. See ya.
1: Oh, follow the Discord.
0: Oh yeah, do that too. Next week, folks. As you see leave ya. the theater, folks, oh, follow the Discord. Please be careful. Oh yeah, do that too. <laughs> Don't let this. <laughs> Look at me. The theater, what, what is this happened the happen to your Be, oh, yeah. be sure to the remove the Weird. speaker before you leave. If you should accidentally pull a speaker loose, please turn it in at our snack bar or box office. Thank you.